Hello, this is Brandon from Motivational Speech Podcast. I have a great gift for you. I'm sharing some of the highly valuable life-changing free audiobooks. You can find the audiobooks link in the description. These audiobooks can change your life. So don't waste them. I think this idea of loving yourself as a cultural obsession has no basis in reality. Here's the challenge. When you're born, what do you got to do to be loved? Nothing. You're fat, you sh** all over, you throw up, and you're still beautiful, right? But the point is, in the beginning, you got to do nothing. And then the oxytocin wears off, and suddenly you do the same scream or yell, throw your food, and now you get yelled at or hit, or the worst one of all, you get ignored. And then fear enters your body. And then the rest of your life, you're looking for, how can I get this unconditional love? Human beings have the longest period of dependency for survival of any creature other than other primates. Whales will be dependent for a year, birds for a few weeks, and boom, get your ass out there and fly, you know? It's a different world. We have this long dependency. It's just the nature of how we are. And then I thought to myself, so why, why don't we just have unconditional love all the time? And I think my answer is because then you never grow or give anything to life. You think everything is about you. And unfortunately, there are a large population of kids that were raised in a generation of parents that were helicopter parents that thought everything should be about the child and they wonder why they're selfish today or why they, you know, don't seem to have great relationships where you got to be with somebody else, you got to put somebody else ahead of you. That's what love is. Love is putting somebody else ahead of yourself. Loving yourself usually comes for most human beings by starting to have a value and just appreciating people, not because of what they do, not because of what they have, just because you feel their essence. And it's easier to do that with somebody you love than it's with yourself. But when you start to with somebody else and you're not judging, you're truly loving them, then it's much more natural because you're already doing the loving. You're not getting it from somewhere else. Someone may say something, look at you a certain way as a trigger, but all love is self-love. It's bullshit, I don't love myself. If you've ever been someone who felt loved, you loved yourself. They didn't love you. They said something, they did something with their eyes and you used that as a trigger to release love inside of you. But loving yourself every moment all the time is not the secret to success. Having appreciation for yourself is different than constantly loving. Now in the Bible it says, love thy neighbor as thyself. So I think it's a worthy goal and it's useful, but most people are obsessed with it. And I think, get on about living a life that's meaningful and you'll love yourself. As long as you focus on you, you're not gonna love you. Because the human brain is always looking for what's wrong, what to protect, what needs to be changed. It's a survival instinct. And so it's looking for things to fight or flight or try to freeze or pretend you're not there about yourself. But when you're in a bit of service, when you're trying to serve something more than yourself, that's when the higher part of your consciousness is there. That's when your heart is flowing. And when you're doing that, you're not thinking about you and therefore you feel love. And I can tell you my own experience, no one else has to earn love with me, but my strategy has been I got to earn my own love. I'd say it's appreciating yourself. It's loving the people around you. And the more you can unconditionally love others, the more you'll unconditionally love yourself. But trying to start with yourself when you're not doing with others, forget it, it'll never happen. I think the more you find unconditional love for others, the easier it is to find in yourself. And I think the focus is serving and loving, and that's what will get you to the point where you start doing it. But if you want to speed it up, stack all the good you've done, you'll feel great about yourself. All those reactions are natural human reactions from ego. Because it's all about you, me, 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 what I'm not getting, what I'm not doing, and that's why you're in pain. And so don't, I'm not telling you like I haven't done this, but I've done it too in the past, but it's an old pattern I don't really do anymore. And I, it used to affect me. 
Now, not a dominant one, I wouldn't have become who I become. Early in my life, I developed this belief that life is calling not to give me something, life is calling for me to deliver things, for me to bring something to life. And I felt the, the joy that came from not getting but giving, and I got hooked on that core pattern, and then the pattern of learning so I'd have something to give, which I know one of the things that I respect about you, Lewis, is that you have that same pattern in you. You're, you're always trying to learn more, because underneath it all, you also want to give it. You want it, you want it for That's you, great. but you want to share it, right? Today, people don't understand the power of their language, like toxic. We live in a culture now where people, you know, you're evil or you're like me. The whole world, everybody else is immoral unless they do what you do, think what you think, experience what you think. We have this whole thing that words are evil, words are action, word, it's bullshit. And all it does is make you incredibly weak as a human being, and you're more than that. We all are more than that. There's so many kids that have been raised to be safe and secure every moment. Anything that's insecure or unsafe, they don't want to be a part of, including language. And what it does is make you incredibly weak and fearful. And that's why there's so many people that are angry all the time. Because they're angry because they're not growing. So don't get me wrong. I know some people are not a good influence. I'm not denying that. I'm just saying you're more than somebody's influence unless you obsess about it every moment and make them wrong so you can make yourself feel superior morally, psychologically, or spiritually. That's bullshit. Stop the pattern. We've all done it. Catch yourself. Because if you want joy, happiness, and freedom in an extraordinary life, it will not come from blame. Never. There's no pride that comes from blame. I don't mean fake pride where you make shit up to feel good. I'm talking about real pride. Pride is something you earn. Like people tell me, oh, I have no self-esteem because my parents used to say this or they'd say that. I'd say, that's such bullshit. I said, it's bullshit. That's why you don't have self-esteem. Self-esteem does not come from what people say about you. Self-esteem comes from what you experience about yourself. See, someone can tell you your whole life you're a piece of crap and a part of you can go, you're full of it. I'm going to show you. Lots of people have done that. They never bought it. Or someone tell you you're beautiful your whole life. You go, I'm not really beautiful. So what people tell you doesn't matter at all. It's what you stack. It's what you assemble. It's what you create. It's the habit of what you put in your head. And today I don't blame you because we got a whole culture that's always blaming somebody else for something in their life. But blame is not a strategy for pride. That's why you listen to these blaming people. They're all angry all the time. Listen, if I want to blame, I grew up in a pretty rough environment. My mom was a beautiful soul, but when she drank alcohol and she mixed it with prescription drugs, it was a different creature and it was a violent creature. And I have a younger brother, five years younger and a younger sister, seven years younger. And my mom would get nuts and I didn't want them to get hurt. So I was five, one in high school. She grabbed me by the hair and smashed me against the wall till I bled. Your biography is not your destiny. And it doesn't matter what you've been through. What you decide now is what's gonna control your life. I said, look where I am right now, because I wouldn't assemble the story that my past equals my future. The past only equals your future if you live there. If you're using a rear view mirror to guide yourself, you're going to crash. So what you've been through is horrific. What you've been through is unjust. I'm on your side. But if you hang on to it, you have no future and you have no one to blame but yourself. But when you have no reference and all you do is go online, you talk to other people, it's making everybody else toxic and I'm like this and they didn't do that, then you get to have this shitty life just like those other people. Why are they online so much? Because they don't have a life, right? Don't be one of those. Free yourself from the chains of your past. I'm not saying your past doesn't matter, but listen, 
you've been hypnotized by a culture of weakness. There are people that you don't want to hang out with that will not serve you. But then move on. Don't sit there and talk about it constantly. Don't waste your time. If someone can get your goat, if someone can piss you off, if someone can make you feel less than, that's God coming to you saying, grow. You need some spiritual growth. There's got to be some change in your perception, your belief, your emotions, your spiritual look of life. So that can't happen anymore. It's like your growth is the only limit to your happiness. If you're not happy, you're not growing in some area. And usually it's a place where you're blaming, you're pointing the finger, but you can't control that. You can't make it not happen. What you have to do is become stronger than any of it so you're free. Freedom comes from growth. Freedom does not come from control. Because control is an illusion. You can't control everybody. No matter how hard you try, you can't control what they think or feel. And not everybody's going to be fair and just And you. You're not in the place of being overweight because you lost your job. So stop the bullshit. Blame. Blame is not a strategy for a meaningful life. Blame is not a strategy for greatness. So you've got to resolve that, number one. I think it's smart to focus on one thing primarily. It's good to focus on multiple things. It depends on your personality. Whichever thing you're most desirous of changing, whatever thing is giving you the most pain. And to me, the way to attack that, if you're not sure which area is to start with the body. If you change the body, you'll change the emotions. If you change the emotions, you'll change your decisions, you'll change the quality of your life. Because the quality of your life is your emotions. It's not what you get. You have a billion dollars and commit suicide. People have done it, right? You can have beautiful relationships and commit suicide. You can have people loving you and be sad all the time. Our pattern of emotion is our home. And you have to upgrade your home. You have to train it. And one way to train it is the emotion comes from the way you move, the way you breathe, the way you speak. So there's certain things you got to do physically so you're strong enough to remember the truth. Because remember, fear is physical. You're strong enough, you push through in spite of the fear, right? And courage feels different in the body. So when you go lift or you go for a sprint or a strong run or you jump in that freezing water, when you push your mind to go beyond what's comfortable, you feel a strength inside you and that strength will help you to change your body, your emotions, your relationships, whatever. But then the other thing I gotta say is model someone who's successful. Don't just do this shit by trial and error. Like find somebody who has what you want and figure out what are they doing different than you in their relationship? They're not lucky. They're doing things differently. And so instead of learning by trial and error, which can take decades you may never learn, find someone's got what you want, study what they do, every aspect of it, and then add yourself to it. And that's the pathway to speed of transformation. So maybe it's time for you to think for yourself and model what works instead of just what you're told. That's something to consider for yourself. You need to put yourself in a position if you're gonna be successful is to have ideally your own business or a business where the more value you add, the more you earn. You can work for someone else and do that. If you had stock options, you could do that. If you've got bonuses, if you really want an extraordinary life, if you're gonna grow, you need to make whatever business you're part of, even if you work for somebody else, you gotta think like an owner. Cause if you do, you'll become one. And if you think like an owner and you're gonna succeed, then you gotta model the people that are successful. It's like why we put this challenge together. It's not just me. What's gonna make that business work or not is Two things, do you understand who your ideal client is? You can't be a client to everybody. Who's your ideal client? Who's the client that's gonna stay with you when the economy gets bad? Because when things go down is your greatest opportunity. So you gotta be prepared for whatever's coming and the way you do that is know who your ideal customer is, who you can add value to, fall in love with them, what do they need, what do they want, what do they hate? 
and not fall in love with your product, fall in love with them so you can keep meeting their needs and then come up with an irresistible offer. If you have those two things, you're gonna win. Life is not about me, life is about we. The quality of life is the quality of relationships and relationships are grown by giving, not by demanding, not by judging. Love is the answer with strength. And you have to have love and strength together. If those two resources, anything can be transformed, anything can be accomplished, because with love and strength, you'll have a larger vision. I'd say constant, never-ending learning will make life not only interesting, but the meaningfulness will come because you'll have something to give, and that'll tie back to the first piece that I described. So I think greatness is service. In the end, it's not gonna make you happy. It's who you become, and it's uh, who you've been able to touch. I think greatness is service. I think greatness is finding the way to do more for others than anybody else, because that'll also come back to you in spades from the standpoint of your own sense of internal pride, not external, but your own sense. Like people could take away everything I have. They can't take away who I've become as a man by my service and uh, by my growth. So I think purpose and having a sense of progress are the two things that create a great life. If you got a higher purpose than yourself, that's gonna give you the motivation and the energy to drive when everybody else is exhausted and you're exhausted. And if you're making progress, you'll feel the rewards that come from that. I think those two are twin powers in a great life. Hello, this is Brandon from Motivational Speech Podcast. I have a great gift for you. I'm sharing some of the highly valuable life-changing free audiobooks. You can find the audiobooks link in the description. These audiobooks can change your life. So don't waste them.